Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Dave. And this is Holly. And guess what? We're still counting down the hits. On what difference does it make? Check out. Check this out. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. Let's go. Let's let's continue the countdown. Okay. So we continue our 1981 K-Rock countdown as we reach number 29 with Spandau Ballet and their song that I don't really remember. It's to cut a long story short. However, it was a Spandau Ballet song and I was thinking about them on our way over here today. Because I like them. I like him. I like his, I like the sound. But um, I love the song Gold. But that's just a total aside yeah. to this. To cut a long story short, we certainly did. Okay. Okay, number 28 and Sparks. More brothers. We love them. We do. Upstairs. Uh, we're going to, that uh, documentary is coming out soon. Ed- Edgar Wright is going to write. Um, so uh, we're excited about Sparks and we love everything about them. Which, and, we, and they're brothers that get along. Yeah. It's a rare, it's really a rare thing. I can't think of any other brother duo or sister duo, hard included, that has not had like a acrimonious, acrimonious, uh, acrimonious, I will edit, acrimonious split. How about Haim? Uh, Haim is still, sorry, Haim, Haim. sorry, Haim. Haim, <laughs> exactly, it's like paired. Uh, they're still young. You give them time? Give, yeah, they only, they're only two albums in. Okay. Okay, we'll give them time. We'll check back uh, in another 20 years. That will years. Break, break my girls' hearts yeah. when they break up. We love uh, Sparks because they get along and they love each other. We do. All right. And they're fun and funky. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, Waitresses, 20, number 27. I know what I, boys like. I love, 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 love this song. And I will, three songs by the waitresses that I know, and I love all three of them. Mm-hmm. Do you know the three songs I'm thinking of? No, not offhand. Okay. Well, number 27 is I Know What Boys Like. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Yes. Um, there is uh, my favorite Christmas song, Christmas Rapping. Yes. Where they're rapping. I love that song. But they spell it with a W. Yes. It's ra- and, and 81, it's very clever. In 81, rapping was goofy. Yes, it was. <laughs> and so Christmas, so Christmas rapping is goofy and fun. And I still, that's like one of my favorite Christmas songs. I will always play it every every December. I put it on and it makes me uh, makes me happy. Yes, it is probably one of the best Christmas songs. And um, then they also did the theme song to Square Pegs. Do you remember Square Pegs? Of course I remember Square Pegs, but I can't, Sarah Jessica Parker, but I can't right. think of the theme song. It was done by the waitresses. I'm going to go back and listen to it. You must. They were a band briefly. How long? 
maybe two, three years. That's it? Something like that. Um, yeah, and I um, I did see, like, I was wondering, God, whatever happened to the singer? And unfortunately, she uh, passed away, like, at the age of 40, um, the cancer victim. So, really? Yeah, yeah. So I did not know that. Yeah, neither did I. So. And, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. But, yeah, the uh, waitresses. Good, good sound. A good, like, funky. Yeah, just fun. Intro, yeah. Yeah, and just, yeah, Patty Donahue brought, the like, this perfect uh, vocal to this teasing oh, song. <laughs> it was, that's that's what made him super appealing. All right, so uh, on to 26, uh, one of the bands we saw, I saw recently, Bow Wow Wow. Well, you didn't see the band. You really only saw Annabella. Yes. <laughs> but uh, this was also a, a great song, W-O-R-K. Did I say that all? W-O-R-K. W-O-R-K. And the subtitle? No. Oh, N-O, nah. No, no. My daddy don't know. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, thanks. Very good. Uh, all right. I'll have to pay them royalties for that. Don't they? Does that work? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So anyway, that uh, number 26, a very good song. Um, is this the first sighting of Duran Duran on 25? Um, I want to say it is, but it may not be. This is from their debut album. Yes. This was the year. I don't even know if Girls on Film was a video at this time, um, which is why it's so low. I don't think anybody knew what they looked like at the time. I, only, I remember the video so well that I don't remember the song coming out without the video. I, I seem to remember like the songs from Rio on MTV being played first, and then they went back, like, oh, we have to we have to play their first album, and then Girls on Film then kind of had, a, had a resurgence. I think that's the way it worked. Okay. Um, but I, I'm sure, you know. Well, they, they were, made a mistake not putting them out there originally with their look, if that's the case. Right. Well, there wasn't an MTV, and I think yeah. when when this first album came out, it was probably you know, I guess they didn't make any videos for that. I'll have to see what happens. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wait a second, these boys are are gorgeous. Let's uh, let's put them on uh, perfect like video. video. I mean, it's like right. MTV was made for them. They came around at the perfect time. Yeah. That was like the you know the perfect meeting. It was like you know like when the Beatles were. You know, exploded. the The world was waiting for them. Right. Exactly. Apparently, the world was waiting for Duran Duran. Yes. <laughs> Very exciting. So then we go up to number twenty four, Adam and the Ants, and Prince Charming. They, uh, I actually just watched this video, and it's, I, I think it's great. It's just kind of like a, um, a play on Cinderella, uh, where he he plays the part of Cinderella. Yeah. And he's he's. Charming, yes, <laughs> to, to, charming. Say the, to say the least, uh, and the song is really, really good. And uh, I, I remember, uh, I remember liking them a lot until my my sister started loving them, and you know, like, oh, this is he's one of those guys, like a dream, you know, like a dreamy dream guy. Yes, like, yeah. oh, okay, I need to step off of that. But it was kind of like Duran Duran. I kind of discovered Duran Duran, and then my sister kind of ruined it for me. See, that's like, a bummer because you should still be able to appreciate them, even though they're. Hot. Yeah, well, later, <laughs> later I did. You know, I came back to it, but yeah, it's like okay, I, I need to hand this. I could. There's other bands I could listen to. I don't know, Adam. It was very. Uh, it was also you know unique and, and you know different. Oh, totally. And, and uh, I remember Rodney on the Rock played Adam and the, the yeah. Ants, and that's where I first discovered it. Yeah. Um, and then he started making these videos, and it was the other thing. Like, oh, this is a good-looking guy. Yeah. Oh, you thought so, did you? Well. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I'm saying all of the world just suddenly decided. There's no doubt he was a good-looking guy and very charismatic. And um, the the video for Prince Charming is very playful and fun. And, and he's dancing around. Down. There's like this dance that people always did. Like 
arms apart, arms together. He was like doing these like things, like the Macarena. Yeah, kind of. Well, yeah. Before, yeah, before Thriller or something, there was like the the Adam and the there was the Adam dance. You you need to watch this and watch like him near the end. He does like these these arm movements and he's stepping around. You know, at the big ball because it's a cinder. It's a you know he's Cinderella. Yes, (laughs) but he's playing the part of Cinderella, and you know suddenly he gets to go to uh, to the big ball and and show his stuff. Okay, I'm gonna go back and watch. Oh yeah, it's it's a lot of fun actually. And you need to do that. Yeah. I was always a fan, uh, a moderate fan, not like I knew everything about the band. But um, what I did not know was that, because we were talking about Malcolm McLaren earlier, mm-hmm. yeah, that the first version of the Ants, they all left and they went to Bow Wow Wow. Oh, is that right? Yes. So then there was that, the second incarnation of the band that was that's Adam true. and the Ants. I yes. do remember, yeah, I mean, it, it was Adam and the Ants. That was also very percussive. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. About. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. So there there are two versions of the ants. Yes. All right. I can't name one ant. No. Did you know the band was first known as the ants before they were Adam and the Ants? Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> and it is one Do you know Adamant? Adamant. Uh, yeah, yeah, Adamant. Ad, ad, Adamant. 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 <laughs> All right. Wow. All right. Let's go. Ahead. All right. Moving on to 23, OMD. All right. So now we're getting into things that uh, are exclusively... K-Rock. Yes. Electricity. I'm, yeah. I mean, it's, oh, what a great song. Dancy and no guitars. No, very typical 80s. I mean, this is what you think of when you think of the 80s. OMD, I think. Yeah. Aside from Depeche Mode. Sorry. Correct. I didn't mean to insult anybody. Sure. <laughs> this was a band that was made for, for K-Rock. I think, um, you know, the, there's a number of these songs, but that's, this is one like, oh, okay, this is something that, that fits in perfectly. And it's, yeah. you know, it comes from... From overseas, this is something that we're we're helping our listeners discover. And yes. That, so that this was a great discovery. Do you know anything about OMD? Yeah, can you? What can you tell me about I, OMD? Uh, you know what? I can't tell you anything. But can you tell me what OMD stands for? Uh, orchestral maneuvers in the dark. Okay. Very good. <laughs> I am now out of information about OMD. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then we should move on. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. That's yeah. That's one of those things. I never I never bought the record. And I don't know much about them, but I did like the song. So I, I didn't ever dig further into that. I don't remember reading anything about them either. No, I don't either. I, I was turned on to them by a boyfriend in high school, was really into them. Mm. And so I, that's, that's my only memory, aside from just liking the music. Yeah. Okay, and, li- and liking this guy who apparently has this secret knowledge of this, this band. Now, was, were you attracted to that? Was that an attractive thing for you as a you know like you're a high schooler and you're meeting this cool guy who can talk to you about bands was that a thing oh because i was always into music not music not not the nitty-gritty like when you talk about the knowledge you know the knowledge of the bands themselves but i was always into guys who were into music either Mm. musicians i dated a lot of musicians or just people who were into music and we went to went to shows he was a this this boyfriend happened to be a singer of course. Yes. Oh, you fall right into the trap. Yes, yeah. I did. Total, total groupie. Hey, you should check out my band. Yes. That's all you have to oh, say to me. you're in a band? <laughs> oh, you've heard this story play out before. <laughs> yes. See, can can see, I, I watch got, you rehearse? Can I watch you play? I got the best of both worlds. I have a musician. I married a musician who isn't trying to be a musician, a career musician. Right. It was a hobby. You never bought groceries for a band or well, have you? Did you? Mm, oh, Holly. Okay. Bought groceries <laughs> okay. for a band guy. Oh. 
Hey. It's a different time. Yeah, it was. Uh, all right. And, th- and this this boy, this same boyfriend, as we move up to number twenty two to the police, every little thing she does is magic. Which, by the way, is not one of my favorite police songs. I don't know. If I love this song. Yeah. Because it, uh, yeah, I, I I love pop songs, but I love that it was a little of everything. Yeah. It was still the police, but it was still a pop song. But it was a pop song. Yeah. It had a great, had a great it beat. Be, you can dance, dance to, it. to it. Yeah, exactly. not one of my favorites. I like the more rock and police. But anyway, this same boyfriend that turned me on to OMD also was a huge police fan. And uh, that's how I really, really got into them at the time. Yeah. But before so, it goes to So the he machine. gave you like a stack of, did he give you a stack of records? Like, oh, you should listen to this. And yeah, I don't remember. No? Maybe we would just listen and. Like, did he make yeah. you a mixtape? Who made you mixtapes? <laughs> well, my RE made me mixtapes. Yeah, I did too. We all did that. <laughs> yeah. That's a guy thing. Did you ever make a mixtape? Oh, absolutely. Or absolutely. for yourself or for someone else? For, for my RE. Okay. Okay. Very good. Maybe I'm. Maybe he'll tell you I'm misremembering and I never did, but I'm pretty sure I did. Okay. <laughs> it seems like a guy thing. Yeah. No, I think it's if you're an into music thing. Yeah. yeah. I get that. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Did you make them for your yeah yes. your spouse? Oh yeah, a lot of them. Embarrassing. <laughs> no, no, I'm picturing I, say anything. That's why guys like that say anything or the movie High Fidelity. Is, yeah, you can totally relate to to that. Have you seen Juliet Naked yet? No. Oh, okay. the The movie. Juliet no, not Na- yet. Oh, okay. It's about a um, guy who's obsessed with a band that broke up a long time ago. So he's got this (laughs) website dedicated to this lost artist who's forever gone. And, you know, no, yes. I mean, it's based in fiction, but it's also a story that's relatable. It's super relatable. It's a, yeah, it's a fun run. It's better than ABBA. It's better than seeing. Okay. That's really. (laughs) All right. I shouldn't have said that, but anyway, it's, it's worth checking out. Okay. Uh, I will. I think you're already would like it. What's it called? called Juliet. Juliet Naked. Yes. Hey, you're enjoying the What Differences Make podcast and we'll be right back. Here we are. The What Differences Make podcast returns. Oh, moving on. And hey, this same boyfriend. Here we go. I guess this was the era. He yeah. turned me on to you too. Also, I saw you too with him the very first time at the sports arena. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So uh, this song is I Will Follow. Yeah. That was their first. Yeah. That was. was it. And that was the beginning. It was that was the beginning. They have performed the song on every single tour since they since that one. They have never it, not performed it. In other true? words, yes, it is true. Really? Okay. Did they play it at the Joshua Tree reunion show? I know. Probably, I'm going to throw that out. <laughs> but you were at that, so. They do, and I don't remember. Because I didn't know this until I was reading it. Hey, maybe it's wrong. Maybe I found it on Wikipedia. I, I doubt it. I find that hard to believe. I can't imagine that there's one song, except for one, that they will play at every every, every show now. Okay, well, you'll have to. We'll, we'll look it up. Yeah, but, we will. But uh, I did. Where do you think I got this fact? Well, I don't know where I got the fact. Okay. But it was a source. It I know. Was a resource. I, I hear things. You hear things through the ether that uh, for some reason sticks in your head. Um, but yeah, so this was a, a um, I like this song. I, well, obviously you 
Did you buy Boy? Did you have Yeah. That? You did buy Because I did not. I liked the song and I didn't buy that. I think the first album I bought was uh, um, was War. I think I bought Boy probably after War. I think I went back okay. because it was the War tour I saw. Right. Okay. And that's when I became a fan and then I probably went back and bought it. Yeah. There were a lot of bands that were that had that sound. There was, you know, like Echo and the Bunnymen and, uh, well, The Alarm. Who got, opened for you 2 on that tour? Yeah, okay, right, right. So, yeah, I mean, but th- that was kind of a, a sound, too, that was starting to emerge of, you know, like this earnest poli- kind of political rock, but just kind of uh Yeah, but also interesting. Re- religious, which I didn't really know at the time. Oh, they were a Christian band. Yeah, but this, I will follow. no. Okay, maybe oh. my information is wrong, but he actually wrote this. This was a tribute to his mom. Every song's about his mom. I know. <laughs> he wrote a lot she about. Died. Well, she I know. I, I know it's very, right. I know it's. They were billed as a, a Christian, a Christian band. rock band. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And this boyfriend was a, a practicing Christian. Ooh, I'm sure, the parents loved that. Yeah. Did he have a big <laughs> cross on it? He, wear- he wore cross occasionally for oh. a fa- as a fashion statement. Not. So oh, okay. Much as a- so when he met the parents, he had a big. Uh, no. No. Okay. <laughs> he hit it? Or just didn't wear it. Uh, he was a nice guy. Okay. Really of nice. Of course. His dad was a um, preacher, what do you call it, a minister. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was the was the band a Christian band? His band? Yeah. No. No? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> they were a trio, like the police. Okay. Not, li- not like Rush. <laughs> not, like, not like Rush, more like the police. <laughs> Okay. All right, moving on to the era that that turned you on to the Rolling Stones. Yes. Oh, waiting on a friend. Um, cracks me up when I think of the video. Him on the in, in New York. Actually, I, I've, I have yet to do this, but I want. I've always wanted to go on that stoop and just kind of do the little <laughs> dance. But they're just kind of sitting around, just waiting on a friend yeah. on the stoop in the, somewhere in New York. Uh, you could have done that while the you guy, live there. Yeah, and the guys were just kind of you know, just kind of. Like they were just trying to figure out what to do with this video. Yeah, I don't know. Let's let's just. And now it's memorable. That's how we remember it. So yeah, they, I, it's they still, must have done well. It's still memorable, right? Yeah. Maybe because it's one of the first videos. But yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just kind of a you know, that's almost like a ballad type uh, yeah. stone song. Just a not, not even a ballad, but just a mellow, like a not folky, but super chill. Yeah, chill. <laughs> You want to chill? I'll put on Waiting on a Friend. I'm sure, <laughs> sure the boyfriend tried to play that on you. No, not, <laughs> no, no, and that's not my favorite. All right. Well, it is. Yeah, Tattoo You, that was that was still a good, uh, that's another good album. All right. All right. Says you. Says me. All right. I also, um, okay, so uh, this is number 20. Why don't we stop this uh, for right now? This will be uh, uh, part three or part four. We'll just oh. put a thing saying, hey, so this is, uh, we're going to say uh, goodbye for this episode right now? We're not yet because I want to start something new. Okay. You're so gonna... I'm going to tell you a little story. Okay. little t- story. Okay. So um, my Ari mm-hmm. went to see Terry Bozio of Missing Persons, the okay. drummer from Missing Persons, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he flew out to Phoenix and saw them at this place called the Museum, the Musical Instruments Museum. Okay. And there's a venue there, and it's only a few hundred people. And he said it was fabulous. But he went into the gift shop, of course, because my Ari is a, a drummer. And he went into the gift shop, and he bought us each uh, a couple of really cool things, that me and the kids. And what he got me is this – are these uh, – it's a deck of cards. They're called 1980s Rock and Roll, a quiz deck. Okay. So you're going to pick a card. 
right. And I'm going to read you the question. All right. And you're going to see if you can answer it. Okay. All right. And you'll have the answer. I'll have the answer. You're that is exciting because normally I ask you questions or you'll ask me something like, I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I'll have the answer because it's on the card. All right. So, so we're going to trust this. All right. Yeah. Picking a card. Okay. okay. So yeah. now what do I do? Oh, okay. So I'm going to take it. Pick the card. Okay. I'm going to take this one. All okay. right. The question is. Oh. Okay. In addition to leading a popular 80s band, this musical genius has had great success writing scores for Hollywood films, including Batman and themes for television shows, including The Simpsons. Name this renowned composer and his former band. Did he also write the Forbidden Zone? <laughs> okay. He had to pick the easiest one first. Oh, they're all. <laughs> all right. So that's Danny Elfman. Yep. All right. Excellent. Very good. Oh, and there's a lot of good information. Any more fun facts? There are more fun facts. I like fun and facts. So. Interestingly enough, okay, I'll read you the facts quickly, but it does not mention Forbidden Zone. Boo. So it mentions Snow and Boingo. By the mid-1980s, the band had worked its way into the film industry and contributing the title song for John Hughes' Weird Science and appearing in films themselves, playing Dead Man's Party and Back to School. He hooked up with Tim Burtman to write the score for Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Tim Burton. Did you see? It sounded like Burtman. Burtman. <laughs> Maybe I was mixing that up with Cartman. Say it again. Tim Burton, he wrote the score for Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And then he went on to write music uh, for numerous Tim Burton films. Beetlejuice, Batman, Edward Scissorhands, Batman Returns, Night Before, Nightmare Before Christmas. Which one is your favorite? You know, I like Tim Burton. I appreciate him. <laughs> <laughs> and his, I mean, he's obviously, he's Tim Burton. But I wasn't a huge, I mean, I loved Edward Scissorhands. There you go. I mean, Beetlejuice. There's your answer. Yeah. That's it. So he created the theme song, theme song for The Simpsons, and among his most recent TV – ah, here is something I did not know, but maybe you did. Uh, most recent theme was for ABC's hit, Desperate Housewives. Did okay. you know that? I did not know that. Right. So there you go. Now we can, we can sign off, and I'm going to put this one aside, and we're going to do this. Hopefully we come up to something more challenging for you next week, All or right. you can ask me one. I'll ask you a question next All time. Right. All right. All right, so there we go. So that was uh, from K-Rock. Hits from 1981. <laughs> Top 106.7 songs from right. 1981. All right. So uh, my name is Dave. I'm Holly. Thank you for listening to What Difference Does It Make? Check you later. Over and out. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.